Welcome to Shujin Academy VGM Club. I'm Professor Tom, your faculty sponsor. The song you just heard is the prelude from Final Fantasy VII. Every Final Fantasy game has some version of that song, and it's the song I most associate with the series. I love the prelude, so much so that at my wedding I walked down the aisle to a version of it arranged as a march. Nobuo Uematsu is best known as THE Final Fantasy composer. He was solely responsible for composing all the music for the first nine games in the series, and he has continued to contribute to the series since stepping away from full-time work at Square and becoming a freelancer. When I think of the way Final Fantasy sounds, I think of his work, the Chocobo song and One Winged Angel and Dancing Mad and literally dozens of other great songs built the sound of Final Fantasy, and the series wouldn't be the same without him. Oematsu's work on the Final Fantasy games got me into video game music, and I don't think that's unusual. From what I've seen, Oematsu is one of VGM's gateway composers, and the first nine Final Fantasy soundtracks include some of VGM's gateway albums. 
This episode is titled Before and Outside of Final. Oematsu's work on Final Fantasy is very well documented, and you can find all kinds of stuff about it elsewhere. And because it's so well documented, I'm not going to spend more time talking about it today. Instead, we're going to talk about the songs Oematsu composed for other video games. I'm going to focus on the pre-PlayStation time in his career, although he's done enough since leaving Square in 2004 that I could probably do two more whole episodes about that. The first block of songs I'm going to play is from Makai Toshi Saga, which is the first game in the Saga series. While it's not the most prominent series in modern Square Enix's stable of franchises, Saga got two sequels on the Game Boy, and there were three entries in the series for the Super Famicom that weren't released outside of Japan. We did get the three Game Boy games in the US, but they were called Final Fantasy Legend here so that they could sell better. Maybe this is technically breaking my rule for this episode about not playing Final Fantasy music, but I prefer to think of it as easing you into the theme. Makai Toshi Saga was the first soundtrack that Oematsu composed for the Game Boy. The first song we'll be listening to is Prologue, and it was remixed for the second and third entries in the series. We'll also be listening to Wipe Your Tears Away, sometimes also known as Heartful Tears, which is a song that's been rearranged in some of the other Saga series games. And finally, we'll hear Town Theme, because it's a good, solid JRPG town theme, particularly given that Oematsu wrote it when he was just learning how to work with the Game Boy.
The next block of songs come from some of Square's NES games that came out before the first Final Fantasy game. First, we'll hear a song from King's Knight, which is a top-down shooter. Most top-down shooters of the era were military-themed or space-themed, but King's Knight was medieval fantasy-themed. Looking at videos of it, it seems like some of the sprites were reworked a little to create Final Fantasy. Next, we'll hear two songs from the 3D Battles of Worldrunner, which is a game that feels very heavily influenced by Sega's Space Harrier. Finally, we'll hear some songs from Appletown Story. This game was a port of the computer game Little Computer People to the Famicom Disk System, and it's kind of like a 1987 version of The Sims. The United States saw Little Computer People on the Commodore 64, Apple II, and Amiga, but the Famicom Disk System wasn't a thing here, so we didn't get it for the NES. I think we missed out. The soundtrack is quite charming, and if you watch videos, it's cute to see the little girl wander around her house and do stuff. None of these songs have names that I could find beyond track three or whatever, but if you want to see which ones are which, I will put the details in the show notes.
Today's episode of Shujin Academy VGM Club is brought to you by Tent. Do you have a boss fight coming up, or are you just feeling beat up and low on hit points while you wander around the overworld? Use a tent. Yes, a tent is just what you need to take a short rest, restore some HP and MP, and prepare for whatever lies ahead. Find tents at an item shop near you. Welcome back to the show. Big thanks to Tent for sponsoring us this week and helping to keep the lights on here at Shujin Academy VGM Club. Of Square's NES games, Rad Racer was probably the most popular in North America. I don't have actual numbers to back that up, just a memory of seeing it quite a bit when the NES was young. It feels heavily influenced by OutRun. Now, I'm on record calling OutRun the greatest driving game ever made, so I consider that influence to be a very good thing. I will also go on record as saying that when Rad Racer came out in 1987, it was very common for game companies to see a great game and make a very similar version of it for a different platform or even the same platform. Come to think of it, the video game industry does the very same thing today. Looking at you, MOBAs. Anyway, Rad Racer got a sequel that was only released in North America. Keeping with the OutRun influence, Rad Racer 2 let the player choose the background song during the races. Nobuo Uematsu did the soundtracks for both Rad Racer games, and he really knocked it out of the park. These songs sound fresh and exhilarating and fun. You also get a little bit of his sense of whimsy from these tracks, much like the Appletown Story songs I played earlier. That whimsy also shows up in some of his more lighthearted Final Fantasy compositions. If you like that whimsical feeling, and you want to hear what it would sound like with full instrumentation, go check out the album Nobuo Uematsu's Ten Short Stories, which is full of songs with that feeling. I'll link to a track in the show notes. We'll listen to some songs from both Rad Racer games, starting with Grand Canyon, then Sunset Coastline, and San Francisco Highway from Rad Racer. After that, we'll hear Coast to Coast and Gumball Crash from Rad Racer 2.
once the Super Nintendo rolled around, Nobuo Oyamatsu didn't do a lot of soundtrack work outside the Final Fantasy series. The soundtracks for the three SNES Final Fantasy games are huge, so I suspect he was just too busy and Square considered the games too important for him to do much else. It is well known that Uematsu helped out with Chrono Trigger after Yasunori Mitsuda collapsed while he was trying to complete the soundtrack. After work finished on Chrono Trigger, the two went on to work together on Front Mission Gun Hazard, the side-scrolling spin-off of the Front Mission series. Gun Hazard is one of several games in the Front Mission series that has never seen an official US release, and that's a shame. I love giant robots and giant robot games, which makes Front Mission games automatically cool, and I wish Square would let us play them all. At least there are fan translations. As you'd expect from the two men who wrote Chrono Trigger's soundtrack, the soundtrack from Front Mission Gun Hazard is fantastic. While the Chrono Trigger soundtrack often feels upbeat, Gun Hazard has a much more somber tone, and the songs all have a gritty, militaristic feel that captures the sadness and brutality of war. The five songs I'm playing are all credited to Nobuo Oyamatsu, although if you like them, you should check out the whole soundtrack and hear Mitsuda's contributions as well. We'll be listening to Remains, then Uneasy, followed by Transaction, and then Richard Millman, and finally Blue Sky, Blue Sky.
If you want to reach out to me, you can email me at shujinacademyvgmclub at gmail.com. You can find me on Twitter at shujinvgmclub and on Instagram at shujinacademyvgmclub. Please leave me a five-star rating on iTunes or Spotify or wherever you're finding this episode. Thank you very much for listening. I've been Professor Tom, and I'll see you next time on Shujin Academy VGM Club.